How's it going, everybody? Thank you so much for listening to the podcast version of my radio show, Famous Dead People. The only show that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. Welcome to Famous Dead People. Thank you for checking us out. Uh, but do keep in mind that this show originally airs as a radio show on Radio Free Brooklyn. So when you hear me say things on the show that sound more like radio things, like when we air and taking breaks for commercials and stuff like that, that's the reason why that's happening. Uh, you're about to hear the episode where I interview Andy Warhol, played by comedian Andy Moskowitz, and Susan B. Anthony, played by comedian Bianca Casusolo. It was a ton of fun to record. And uh, as a bonus, I included at the end of this episode a little something, a little something for you fans out there, a little funny thing that happened when we were doing our sound check. Uh, so listen all the way to the end if you were interested in that little bonus feature there. If you like the show and you want to shoot us an email or you want to hear an interview with your favorite famous dead people, hit us up at famousdeadpeopleshow at gmail.com. We love hearing from fans, and we will try to get your favorite dead person on the show as soon as possible. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, rate us five stars on iTunes, all that stuff. Don't forget to listen to the end of the episode for the bonus cute little thing. But in the meantime, sit back, relax, and enjoy Susan B. Anthony and Andy Warhol on Famous Dead People. Famous Dead People. It's time. Time to start the show. Famous dead people. People you know. Famous dead people. Famous dead people. Stories stuck in the head. You're gonna hear both and so all these people are dead. My guests today on Famous Dead People are artist and pioneer of the pop art movement Andy Warhol. Hello. And social reformer and women's rights activist Susan B. Anthony. Hello. Andy, Susan, welcome to Famous Be- Dead People. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my first question is for both of you. Uh, you were both key figures in movements, you know, of sorts. Uh, Andy with the pop art movement, Susan B. Anthony with the women's rights movement. Which do you think was, you know, more beneficial to humanity, more important uh, well, I'll jump in. As much as I enjoy soup, and I <laughs> genuinely do, that's fired. I would say that women gaining the right to vote might be a little more important. Uh, I, you know, I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, okay, well, I will. Um, you know, as much as I love uh, women voting and uh, you know getting the rights and everything. What's more important than fun, fun, fun? Okay, is that what you're? That's what you're about, Mr. Warhol. Well, I am about big, bright colors, uh, things we all love. Mm. Marilyn Monroe, Campbell's soup. This is not. I don't want to say this is antithetical to the way that you lived your life, mm. uh, Susan B. Anthony. But you know, I think that you carried yourself with more of a professional air. You know, like you were very serious, you. you know, fighter in your life, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I cut loose. Mm. Oh, would sometimes, you? Sometimes, yeah. you know. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, sometimes I'd, I'd hike my dress up a bit. You could okay. see my bloomers and Whoa. I would have a dance. Really? So, God, okay. I would love to film that. Mm. <laughs> Did you, um, uh, I mean, at the time for mm-hmm. women... Just lifting up your skirt and showing a little bit of leg, that, that was a that was a, a, a type of leg, it was bloomers. Or, or all the way up to your bloomers even. That was a type of protest back then. You know, that was a type that was a way for you to flex your muscles as a as a women's rights activist. Was that is that not tr- uh, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that uh, before it was co opted by artists, uh, using your own body just as a form of protest mm-hmm. was uh, something that was uh, a big part of the movement. So. I mean, that this completely stands to reason. I mean, mm. even even today, women's bodies are, 
you know, under duress from, you know, the government and from religion and stuff like that. So yeah, I really hoped that'd be different (laughs) by now. Not gonna it's, you lie. Sound, you sound really disappointed at the state of uh, politics in twenty. 20- Are you not? I mean, I am. You know, but I would think that you know somebody. Uh, I love Donald Trump. <laughs> Warhol, please don't say that. You're breaking my heart. Oh no, I'm not. Uh, you know what? He is a man who enjoys the finer things in life. He has fun. <laughs> doesn't think too much. <laughs> That's what we need. All right. Well, we'll get back to that in a second. Um, you know, in addition to uh, women's rights, uh, I found this kind of fascinating, uh, Ms. B. Anthony. Uh, you also fought hard to, to end slavery as early as 17 years old. Uh, Isn't indeed, that right? Indeed, indeed. I was uh, the original woke bay, I believe <laughs> uh, the kids say. Uh, so I became woke at an mm-hmm. early age and thought it was important to really spend my energy and, and uh, use my life towards uh making sure that people were free. Did you did you instantly see an analogy between, you know, the struggle of women and the struggle of African Americans? I did. I did. I could see the same thing. We were uh, bound by similar chains that there's obviously significantly more real. Yes. Yes, that is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I'm coming off as some kind of trivial nothing here. Uh, oh, no, no. Mr. Warhol, like, I, I don't want to uh, make it seem like your work was any less important than Susan B. Anthony's. Okay, okay. Are you sure? Um, well, I mean, you know, there are a lot of different ways for uh, people to grow and change. That's you know? right. One... I created a film about a female vampire. Did you really? I did. It was one of the factory films. Mm, well, I mean, that's certainly could be as important as something say like you know um uh i don't know securing the right securing the right to vote like possibly Mm. you know an argument could be made um now uh one of the things i found fascinating about your early life uh mr warhol was that you had a lot of uh success doing commercial work which i thought was so interesting because it seemed like your your uh famous work was critical of commercialism is that not the case um I wouldn't say so. I mean, maybe that's how it's been interpreted by mm-hmm. uh, a, like a literati class that came later. Mm-hmm. But I'm putting Campbell's soup on a painting. That's because I like Campbell's soup. I was, I was actually going to ask you about that. And I mean, I guess the comments you made about Donald Trump earlier, it really seems like you, you're more of a populist than I thought you would be. Absolutely. You know? I really thought that you would be more... You know, um, uh, when I was a little boy, my mm-hmm. mother took me to the Pittsburgh Museum of Art. Yes. And there was a giant Dutch master painting, some religious scene. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, I don't, I don't, what is this? This is why people don't go to art museums. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see Jesus bleeding on a cross. Even, just... even as you studied art, you didn't see the appeal of, of any of those Renaissance works or. No, the energy in that room was dead. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, you know, it almost seems like the work that you did commercially kind of, like, um, uh, inspired what you would do later as far as, like, creating the factory, which kind of churned out Brands, art. baby, brands. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So you, your, your intention at the time, you know, you're like, you're, you're doing commercial work, you're having some success, and you're thinking, I could churn out art the same way that they'd churn out cars, they could churn out... Uh, you know, uh, uh, record players, you know. If I could have automated art production, I would have. If mm-hmm. I had robots, believe me, I would have been churning that shit out faster than you can imagine. Yeah, wow. Now, I also, I mean, like, I really don't want to harp on this too much, but, you know, 
uh, it almost seems like you have this weird conservative bent. Like, you also didn't pay the people who worked for you all that much. Well, uh, no, it's another reason I like Donald Trump. <laughs> He's smart. I'm smart. Mm, oh, all right. That's fair. Uh, now, Susan, um, I don't want to... Uh, uh, I wanted to ask you about your uh, your lifelong friend uh, Elizabeth Stanton. Oh, Betsy. you know, uh, mm. you, 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 the two of you are fighting for you know uh, to end slavery and also for women's rights. You know, for your entire life, that must have been an incredible relationship, like the movie Beaches, almost. Uh, yeah, it was very, uh, it was very intense emotionally. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a sexual aspect in the physical Ooh. realm. Oh, okay. But emotionally, I think we uh, was very... Have you ever locked eyes with someone and felt it in your whole body? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do you think that you were in love with your friend, uh, with your friend, Miss Stanton? I would say it was something more than that. Wow. That's incredible. Did you ever think about, like, you know, expressing... Did you ever express these feelings to her? I locked eyes with her. Mm-hmm. Several times. Okay, over over the over course, the of, course your life. of our lives. Okay, that's how I felt about the cornflakes rooster. <laughs> oh, you yeah. would uh, lock eyes with the cornflakes rooster. Oh, when I saw that as a little boy, this line drawing of a rooster, like solid primary colors, I was mm-hmm. like, wow, this is something else. He had kind of an intense uh, relationship oh my there. God, yeah. Well, I mean, that it, it makes me sad to think about. Like, I mean, you obviously couldn't, you know, have any kind of physical relationship with. A cartoon like that, you know, but the two of you, you know, Susan B. Anthony and Elizabeth Stanton, like you could have, you could have uh, uh, shared a life together in, in, you know, more ways than professionally. Uh, well, I think if you imagine the, the intense pressure and scrutiny that we were under at all times, I, I completely understand that. You know, Absolutely. every choice had to be made with like, let's get women there, let's get women to equality, let's mm. get women to equality, and we definitely thought that would have been achieved by now. <laughs> So, again, looking I'm back, so sorry. I'm so sorry that that has not. I, I feel partially responsible as a well, member, as a member of this, you know, and uh, a man. <laughs> all right, well, let's calm down a little bit. I'm uh, calm. So, don't uh, gaslight. Oh, me. all right, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, that's my fault. Um, the uh, uh, the I would think that as somebody from you know uh, where you are, where you were back then, mm. you know, and you know, you have this revered position in women's rights uh, today. You know, I would be very proud of that. You know, like you came so far. Obviously, there's still work to be done. Uh, but I would think that maybe you could rest on rest on your laurels at this point, and you know, not be uh, you know, not uh, 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 be so concerned about how much more progress needs to be made. I think that's the problem: is resting on our laurels. I mm-hmm. mean, look at where we are as a society. He can't marry the the line drawing rooster that he wants to do you that's something that we could change all right well i mean that's arguable i mean the rooster can't really give consent or anything because it's a cartoon what that wouldn't be something you'd be interested in would it mr warhol if the rooster could be animated and voiced in such a way to give consent mm-hmm. then, then i you know i you know uh sky's the limit would as that... a society we could animate that rooster you, for do him. do you think that we should though i mean like both of you like is like you know should we take marriage equality to the point where you know, you could literally marry anything that you want. Why not? All right, Andy Warhol. You know, I'll be honest. I've never been a big believer in marriage. Actually, neither of you. I was really, I was really uh, surprised to learn about that uh, in reading your bios. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just feel like it's a. Uh, uh, it has religious connotations. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't really know why a government would be legislating some kind of moral position. Hmm, interesting. Um, silly, silly, silly. <laughs> I can't believe, uh, you know, you would have so many conservative, uh, you know, like angles. But then this one, you know, area is sort of like shining liberal, you know? Well, you know, not I'm not in, in some political box. You know? No, that's true. Yeah. You know, I would never want to categorize either of you, you know, any specific way. Um, for those of you just joining us, uh, this is Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. And my guests today are Andy Warhol and Susan B. Anthony. Um, you know, uh, going back to your friendship with Elizabeth Stanton, uh, mm. she said famously that she got more radical as she got older and you got more conservative. Do you think that's a fair thing to say? I don't at all. Mm, okay. I think she wanted more from the relationship, the Ooh. lingering glances. Okay. And I had a goal mm-hmm. in mind. Mm-hmm. I could not be persuaded by her her soft bloomers. Mm, oh, my goodness. Uh, did you think that she, you know, uh, was trying to make it, you know, available to you, that this idea of, like, having uh, a, a bigger kind of relationship for the two of you? I think that... Her consent was implied okay. uh, and enthusiastically stated. Whoa. Uh, but I had a goal. Yes, which, yes. Again, we Sacrifice cannot... everything for women's rights. Right, which again, disappointing results. I, I just wish you Mr. wouldn't. Bernstein. I wish you wouldn't stare right through me when you said that, Susan B. Anthony. Because I, I wish you I, wouldn't I mean, oppress I, everyone. I, I'm so. not oppressing anybody. I'm trying my best here. I'm, I, you know, I, I, I gave money to Hillary. Uh, I, I voted for her. You um, are sweating under these lights. I say, listen, I, I'm trying. I'm trying my best here, you know. But like, uh, I just, I really feel feeling the icy gaze here of a uh, of a uh, Ms. B. Anthony. Uh, Can I ask you a question? Yeah, sir? as many as you like. What's in your wallet right now? Um, you know, a couple credit cards. Um, Do you have cash in your wallet? I have a little bit of cash. Yeah. Do you have my money in your wallet? Do I have any Susan B. Anthony's on me? Yes. Well, I don't think that there's a currency that has Susan B. Anthony on it. Is that is that correct? I would say, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. No, please, no, 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 no. Don't don't look at me like that, Susan B. Anthony. You've chosen to use man dollars instead of the womanly coins (laughs) available to you, with both myself and the esteemed Sacagawea on them. I am love. I'm the one who usually puts my uh, my foot in my mouth. I am. Loving this. I, I didn't even know that those coins existed. I mean, I knew that Sacagaweas were a thing back in the day, but what, what coins are Susan B. Anthony on? The dollar. They, we have a dollar coin that has Susan B. Anthony on it? That's just, you know, I, I, I see you being upset that I don't have them on me, but you should be upset that we didn't put you on paper currency instead because putting a woman on a coin is Paper's basically like... weak like a man. <laughs> Jared, coins I, will last. If I could take your face right now, <laughs> I would reproduce it a thousand times in a thousand different colors mm-hmm. and and uh, paper a bridge with them. Uh, Mr. Warhol, uh, you have sort of a, in addition to, you know, like your unique style, your un- unique uh, artistic flair, uh, you really have a unique personality, mm-hmm. you know, a, a, a character that's very recognizable. Uh, do you think that contributed at all to your success, the fact that you were such a uh, unique personality? Of course it did. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> it's all part of the same package, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the art's not going to stand alone by itself. We're past those times, yes. right? So you got to magnify it with some flair. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember, like, at any point, you know, when you're young, you're either in art school or you are, you know, doing your commercial work where... You know, it's clear to you that that your personality is resonating with people. Oh, yeah. 
Well, I was directing some commercials for a Pittsburgh Steel Company, mm-hmm. kind of doing, you know, boring commercial work. And I decided I would have uh, an art exhibit of my own personal work, all drawings of my own penis. Oh, I'm sorry. So you would, so you were doing this commercial for Pittsburgh Steel, and you decided that the advertisements would just be your penis. Is that is that what you're saying? Uh, no, that's not what I'm saying. I, mm. The commercials were the thing, mm-hmm. but I opened an art exhibit on the side, mm-hmm. my own personal work. Okay, it's all drawings of my own penis. Okay, and then everyone's saying like, okay, here's this guy obsessed with his dick, mm-hmm. making drawings of it, putting them on the walls of a museum mm-hmm. or an art gallery. Yeah. And then he's here in this very masculine uh, industry of steel, mm-hmm. right? Wow. Why is steel masculine? Oh, well, I mean, I don't. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I see seeing some sweat coming up on the brows uh, here. Oh, no. I'm, I have, I've eaten my shame long ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't feel shame. Oh, man. You got some real power with that gaze there, Susan B. Anthony. Andy, can I ask you a question? Yeah. If I had branded myself better, if I had those dashing bangs, do you think feminism would be better than it is now? Now, Susan, I don't think what that you need I to. Do wrong? I don't think you need to apologize. I'm for not apologizing where... to you. <laughs> what did I do wrong, Susan? I. I think How you could need I to... have branded myself? I think myself? you can. I mean, I, I'm thinking of one thing here, Susan, bitch, Anthony. I mean, that was right there the whole time. Don't you use that word at me. Well, you know, I don't mean it in a disparaging way. I mean it in an empowering way. What I'll does the B stand for? Nobody you think, knows. You think maybe she well, should have, like, taken the B out? Like, maybe she's just been Susan No, Anthony what does the, the B stand for, bitch? And mm-hmm. that you would have been, you would have set off a nuclear bomb. Mm, maybe you should have owned it a little bit more, okay, maybe. from henceforth, mm-hmm. Susan bitch anthony that's that's how you would like us to refer to you that's what you yes. would like the the world to remember yes. you as Ooh, i actually like that thank you yeah you know what i would do i would go a step further maybe like change it to like you know nasty woman or something or you know uh what are you something saying about me oh that's a reference to uh to uh hillary clinton's debate with donald trump we called her what a, what a, a, what a, a fantastic nasty... moment <laughs> uh so i uh going back to mr warhol uh you've been portrayed Going back to your unique character, you've been portrayed by Crispin Glover, David Bowie, mm-hmm. Guy Pierce, mm-hmm. Bill Hader. Uh, were there any standouts uh, performances? Anybody that you would like to see take on the Andy Warhol character? Uh, yeah, I would love to see Chris Pratt playing me. Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's a tall drink of water. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. I mean, there, you don't. There's not a lot of um, uh, similarities physically between the two of you. No, but. Uh, that's not the point. That's how I want to see myself. Okay. I want to see Chris Pratt playing me, drawing my own penis. <laughs> okay, so the, would, what would the uh, the plot of this movie be then? Well, Chris Pratt's in Pittsburgh directing commercials for Steel For Pittsburgh Company, Steel? Okay. Decides he needs to shake things up. Mm-hmm. Starts drawing his own penis, gets obsessed with it, wakes up in the morning, sees his penis, has a notebook on the side of his bed. Like a dream journal, but it's a penis journal. Okay, and uh, every morning. And so, and so, where where does the where where does this go in the movie? Like, is does it uh, does it go throughout the entire two hours? Just him waking up, drawing penises, going to sleep, uh, wash, rinse, repeat, that sort of thing. Well, that would be a little repetitive. Mm-hmm. So we could add in some things that maybe didn't happen, like he's on a steel beam drawing his penis. He's, mm-hmm. um, 
in uh, uh, the break room at a steel factory drawing his penis. You know, you switch up the environments to make something repetitive seem interesting. Okay, I can see how that'd be. I mean, also would work really well with your established, you know, um, uh, aesthetic of, you know, having like repetitive, you know, images and things like that. You change the color, you change the content. (laughs) Jared, may I ask a question? Oh, Oh, yes, absolutely. I've been mostly spending my time reading social justice articles and think pieces. Mm-hmm. How many actors have portrayed me on film? Ooh, uh, Susan B. Anthony. How many? How many actors? I have to imagine there's been. Let's see here. An enormous amount of films about played Susan the, B. The contributions I've made Anthony. to this country. Let's see here. Ooh, how many right. films about my life and uh, what I gave up for this country? Uh, Gotta be right. at least one. Several, uh, I'm sure. See here, you know, uh, God, I'm not really seeing a lot. There was talk of uh, putting you on the ten dollar bill, but that is not. Um, it's it's going to be uh, Harriet. Been decided yet? Yeah, I'm. Uh, sorry, it looks like. No, nope. you know, I don't. Please don't get angry at me for this, but it looks like the answer is zero. Ooh. Yeah. I feel like I've been dead a lot longer than no. You. Had time. Susan B. Anthony, don't do they this. Had time. No, you listen. You you you've done a gr- you did a great job. The work that you did for women was monumental, and not only that, you set the framework for feminism going forward. You, you should be proud of the work that you did. I would also like Chris Pratt to play me. You want film. you want to be there to be a Susan B. Anthony film. Susan uh, sorry, Bitch Anthony. Susan film. Bitch Anthony. It's a great title. Starring Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Okay. As myself. And maybe great just like film. a biopic, like you know, like this is the story of you know uh, Susan B. Anthony changing changing the face of uh, women's rights. I would see it a dozen times. Mm. Uh, if you're just joining us, this is Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn, and my guests today are Andy Warhol and Susan B. Anthony. Susan Bitch. Susan Anthony, B- Bitch Anthony. So sorry. Um, you know something that we touched on a little bit was that uh, you both had negative views of the institution of marriage, which we mm. just learned about from uh, uh, Mr. Warhol. But you famously tried to destroy. The institution of marriage, isn't that correct, Miss Anthony? I won't be tied down with that tiny gold handcuff. Oh my goodness! Around my finger. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, where no. do you? Where do you? So, so you view the institution of marriage as being uh, sort of a a institution that was specifically designed. It's a work camp. Oh my Jared. goodness! I think that's a little dramatic, don't you? Do you? <laughs> okay. All right. I, for, I I apologize. I apologize. Just do not put that gaze on me again, please, Miss Anthony. Uh, did you think that, um, you know, were, were there men who, who tried to sway you, who tried to be like, oh, but, you know, you should marry me. I'll be good. It'll be a good marriage if it's just the two of us. More than you'd think, Jared. Oh, uh, I'm not going to assume one way or the other. You know, I'm sure there's there were a lot of men out there that want to hear that they're the problem with the world. Mm-hmm. And I am happy to tell them that oh so you're saying that Eager there's like to. there's like men out there who want to have like a little bit of a they want to be humiliated a little bit by susan b anthony yeah i okay. want to do what they need to which is say i am wrong okay i am the worst okay i did this to society so it almost sounds like a like a like a sub dom kind of relationship Yes. Oh, that's that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, were was this did this manifest at all while you were, you know, uh, alive and doing your work for women's rights? Like, did men approach you and 
and say things like, you know, yes, I've been, I've they been really bad. They weren't allowed to approach me, Jared. What do you mean they weren't allowed unless to? Unless I requested them. Oh, I see. You had established these rules already. This is very kinky. Oh, my goodness gracious. I mean, Mr. Warhol. Susan Bitch Anthony. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're letting this place on fire. Uh, Mr. Warhol, you, there's not a lot written about your, you know, uh, relationships. It almost seems like you were sort of, um, I don't know, like completely removed from being uh, in relationships. Is that the case? There's a secret. I was married. You were married? Yes. Oh, my goodness. To whom? Coca-Cola. You were you were married to? Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. I wanted a spouse that was everywhere and everybody loved. And mm. I would look good next to you at any point. Mm. That sounds like almost a, like, like that was your... That, that seems like almost like an art project, like, you know, marrying Coca-Cola. Yeah, it was very serious. I had a ceremony. You had a ceremony? Oh, yeah. Did somebody give Coca-Cola away? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who, who gave Coca-Cola away? A man in a polar bear costume. So you had just had a, a guy in a polar bear costume uh, giving away Coca-Cola. Yeah, that's right. Coca-Cola mm-hmm. can make its own choices and doesn't need someone to give it I'm not, to their spouse. I'm not trying to insinuate that that is the case. I'm sure Coca-Cola is a strong... Uh, independent pr- Independent soda. soda that can make its own decisions. It has agency over its life. But this is why... Mm-hmm. This is this goes in my whole view of marriage and the reason one of the reasons I love Donald Trump mm-hmm. is that Donald Trump is again a, I think that's so weird sorry to interrupt oh, but well, just, well, I'll explain know. it you okay. know I mean he is a walking breathing example of the futility of being married to a human being he's mm-hmm. on his third wife now he ditches them with impunity when they're too old he's going to ditch Melania probably in the next eight years okay okay he doesn't care and you know who doesn't care now. Those Bible-thumping Christians who voted for him, mm-hmm. they've admitted that they don't think marriage is real or necessary. Hmm. You think that Donald Trump it. is... It gets help- me hard. Oh, my God. I'm going to be real. Jesus Christ. It, really? it is more erotic than the prospect of a committed relationship. With oh, my God. Being. Now, I don't want to uh, I don't want to uh, backtrack too far, but, you know, you had this relationship with Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're actually famously quoted as saying that... Uh, Coca-Cola was what was great about America because everybody drinks Coca-Cola from the president to a coal worker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and did that was that like sort of the the beginning of your relationship with Coca-Cola or was that that was the that was the courting period when you're realizing this? Absolutely. I realized, you know, let's be real. You want a spouse that's going to make you look like you got something great, mm-hmm. right? You want it to make you look more desirable because this amazing thing wants you, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, I'm looking at my choices. I'm looking at, like, Truman Capote. I'm looking at Marilyn Monroe. I'm like, who? And I'm like, no. There's something that everybody wants. Mm. And that is Coca-Cola. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. Now, when you said that you were looking at Truman Capote and Marilyn Monroe, were you looking for... Something that everybody loved? Or were you saying, like, you know, I, you were looking for someone to marry specifically? Well, you were I was thinking, like, for, maybe Marilyn Monroe. Someone that everybody loved that I could marry. It's mm-hmm. both things. You know, yeah. I was doing... A, but, you know, I was just doing demographic <laughs> research on yeah. them. You know, I hired a consulting firm. We were trying Did to Did you see, really? Yeah, we were seeing their positives, their favorables and unfavorables oh. and all that. And I had no idea that you were so business-minded. Like, this is really fascinating. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Mike? My art studio was called The Factory. You know, it really was staring me right in the face. I really should have uh, really should have put those pieces together. Now, uh, you, going back to the whole marriage idea, uh, Susan B. Anthony, Susan Bitch mm. Anthony, sorry. 
Um, do you think that there's anybody, any man, woman, uh, uh, products like Coca-Cola that could have loosened your negative view of marriage? Like if Chris ex- Pratt, if Chris Pratt had proposed, then that would have he changed just your mind. Seems like a peach dumpling. <laughs> So you would have married Chris Pratt had he in been had he been alive. You would have been like you, you spend your entire life trying to dismantle marriage. He's like a golden retriever <laughs> as a man. And Chris Pratt walks up with an engagement ring and says, "I know that you hate this. I know you don't want it. I know you hate this." Because he would know. Mm-hmm. He seems gentle and like he'd notice. And maybe he'd like stroke the hair out of your face and say, "You know, uh, uh, Susan, bitch, Anthony." As I know you love to be called, mm-hmm. would you make me the happiest man on in the world and marry me? And you would say, I, I would say yes. Oh my goodness, that is uh, also I think heartbreakingly out of character. You know that just somebody who has pleasing physical characteristics would just rip away your your standing like that. It's not his physical characteristics, Jared. How mm-hmm. dare you? I'm sorry. I feel like that's. I feel like you're reducing what I'm saying. Oh, all right. I apologize. Uh, he's like a puppy, Jared. Have you ever met a puppy and thought, "I wish you were just a puppy always"? Oh yeah, yeah. That's Chris Pratt. Chris he's Pratt's... a puppy always. He's the human version as of just a man being a puppy all the time. A golden mm-hmm. retriever puppy. That's how you see him as well, Mr. Warhol? I'm picturing him in in the morning light um, <laughs> holding his Paint the placid pee-pee <laughs> in one hand and sketching uh, lazily with the other hand. All right, we've got a gazing. We've got to take a short break, but we'll be right back with uh, Andy Warhol and Susan B. Anthony. Stay with us. Hey everybody, just want to take a quick break to remind you to subscribe to Famous Dead People on iTunes, and if you're so inclined, rate us five stars and leave a comment. That stuff helps us out a ton. And feel free to hit us up at FamousDeadPeopleShow at gmail.com if you want a specific Famous Dead person on the show, or if you have any comments or whatever. We love hearing from you guys. And lastly, if you really like this show and you want to send us some money to help keep us on the air, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash FamousDeadPeople and click on the Support This Show button Thanks again for listening, and now back to the show. Welcome back to Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. Famous Dead People, the only show that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. I'm your host, Jared Berenstein. We are here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. My guests in the studio today are Andy Warhol and Susan B. Anthony. Jared, we've talked about this. I oh, sorry. Susan Bitch Anthony, Susan please. Bitch Anthony. We are reclaiming yeah. that word. We're reclaiming bitch uh, as, yeah. a, as a sign of what it means to be a strong and independent woman. Um, now, I, I don't want to harp too much on this, uh, but you had a couple of controversial moments in your life, mm. uh, Ms. Bitch Anthony. Oh God! It really feels bad saying that. Like it does it, sound worse it, oh, when you say it. Almost feels like I'm a white person saying the N word when I say that. Like, would you be offended if I just called you Susan B. Anthony for the rest of the show? As long as we understand what the B means. Okay, everybody here and in the room and out there, we know what the B stands for. Wink, wink. All right. Uh, now you had a famous split with the labor union for a while. Mm. The labor union was. A, um, a, a, you know, you had mutual respect for each other. You were both working for the, for the good of the common man and woman. Mm. But when labor unions started to strike, 
and companies started to offer to train women to take those positions, you jumped at that chance. You put women's rights above the rights of people in labor unions. Is that not true, Ms. Uh, Ms. B. Anthony. Well, I think that uh, that that women had effectively been striking by not working for an incredibly long time. You think that women not working throughout history was just like a big long strike? It's a very long strike, and uh-huh. then they they came in as these these male scabs. Okay. To take jobs, so we were really just coming back in. Mm. To, to, to you, do you the work. every man that did a job at all during history was a scab. Every man is a scab. Every man is a scab. Susan B. Anthony. Uh, so you, uh, so you then you break and you say like it's okay for these women to take these jobs, which uh, were rightfully theirs. Which were rightfully theirs, of course, uh, as you said. Now, how do you feel about you know? Um, you know, if if there was a, a a union of all women that decided to strike. And, uh, and, you know, men decided to try to take those jobs back, which, you, you know, <laughs> that is okay. All no. right. I'm, I'm, every, your face says women were the original unions. What do we call it when we're giving birth? Yeah. Labor. Labor. Oh my God. I never even thought about that before. That is always working. Wow. That is, uh, I love that. That is, well, mind is a little bit blown. Uh, Mr. Warhol, uh, question for you. You know, you're one of your most famous works of art were the Campbell soup cans. Uh, and you said earlier in this interview that you decided on that because that was just like your favorite soup. Is that is that correct? I love Campbell's soup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, but why not, you know, a different product, though? Like, why soup specifically? Well, you know, I sat down. I thought, what do I really look forward to every day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and um you know, I was married to Coca-Cola, so I didn't want to mix, you know, my business and my personal life. That was my next question was going to be, like, you know, did was there any, like, animosity there between those two products? Uh, you know, Coca-Cola and I had a long talk about it, uh, and ultimately we decided that we get her to keep what we had together for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So my second favorite thing was to eat a hot bowl of tomato soup on a cold day. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the rest is history. Now, did Coca-Cola ever want you to paint it? You know, like, was it... Uh... I painted Coca-Cola... In a number of compromising positions. Oh, I see. Yeah, but those were for us. Oh yes, yeah. you just keep those between the two of you. Yeah. Now I don't want to. I don't want to uh, start any problems here, but I, I know there is a famous Campbell's soup painting that you did where the label is kind of coming off a little bit. Like mm-hmm. that's must have been pretty racy, right? Uh, yeah, and that caused a big problem between me and Coca Cola, mm-hmm. or as I called her, Coke. Okay. Uh, I see. I mean, was there, I mean, I hope that nothing happened. You know, there was no divorce, obviously, between you and Coca-Cola. No, we stuck together. But um, I think that was the moment that our sort of more intimate relate parts of our relationship began to decline. I see. Oh, yeah. that's too bad. Um, you know, going back to uh, uh, Ms. B. Anthony mm-hmm. over here, uh, you know, it, the, 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 the beef that you had with the labor union was not the only uh, issue that you had, the only, mm-hmm. uh, you know, controversy that you had. Um, you were famously against the 15th Amendment because it because <laughs> it gave black men the right to vote before women. Uh, do you regret mm-hmm. that stance at all today? Uh, tough to say. <laughs> do I regret it? Again, all men are scabs and a real issue. But on the other hand, very problematic. Am I right? No, absolutely. Uh I would say I regret it, mm-hmm. but only a little. Really? 
I, you know, if if that was a that seems like a big black check mark on your personal history. <laughs> you know, that feels very <laughs> racist and problematic for you to say. What black? All right, that is that was not what I intended. Obviously, I mean, I admitted that I regretted the decision, but the mm-hmm. decision was to to place women. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, yeah. Uh, but of course, to be fair, it seemed like you know going. I mean, I helped bio. with the underground railroad. I'm not. You're not a monster. You know, you're not racist. No, not know. at all. Mm. Well, I mean, that... I just think men are disgusting. Yes, and make poor choices. Okay, that seems fair. Um, you know, it's, it would be more racist if I thought that maybe black men were different. That they yeah, were. Yeah, no, all men are garbage machines. Yes. Okay. Except for Chris Pratt. Except for Chris Pratt, who we've all. Decided a he's a he's a puppy that's just gonna stay a puppy forever. Uh, a wonderful, wonderful, very talented actor. Um, drawing his own penis. Is that, I'm sorry, what'd you say, Mr. Warhol? It's just drawing his own penis. I understand. Mm. Um, it did seem from your bio that you were concerned about you know African Americans getting the right to vote, but you wanted it to happen at the same time as women. You thought that if it was just African American men and white men, that they would create this patriarchy that would forever band together to to oppress women you know so was i wrong (laughs) i mean that's fair that's fair i want to say that men you know speaking speaking personally we didn't do that intentionally you know but sometimes i know that i didn't personally you know i could i i'm not part of some like i want to go again to what's in your wallet Mm -hmm. it's just because i have money with men on i didn't i didn't design it i wasn't part of the committee took a part Mm -hmm. in Choosing man. Well, money. all of us are part of the institutions. We're, you know, uh, you know, being a being a you white. You take the small step to fight against the patriarchy by just paying with coins all the time of female coin money. I just think that that's stronger, really stronger. I think it's less really likely to break. Unreasonable to want people to walk around with their with with hundreds of coins. Clang it around. You're their walking pockets. around with hundreds of bills, Jared. Uh, I mean, it just depends I see on what you're wearing. It depends. It depends on the week. You've you know. got three and a max bill in your <laughs> in your wallet. You can't carry three coins. I'm just your mother carried you for nine months. Oh. I don't want. Oh. I, don't, I don't want my pocket to be weighed down by loud clanging. We're weighed coins. down by the weight of the patriarchy All right, every day. We can revisit this issue if you like. It's um, like you can't say a single word mm-hmm. without Susan Bitch Anthony mm-hmm. swinging it right back at you. Susan Bulldog Anthony. Oh. That also works. Yeah, that's, that's there's a lot good. of B words that would work for uh, for for the image that I think that you're trying to... Uh, you don't could, give me that look again. Jesus. That I could have been your thing. What does the B stand for today? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this is unfair to me because I can't say anything without getting attacked. Anything I say is is me forwarding the 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 patriarchy. You know what, Jared? You're yeah. right. I mm-hmm. am thinking about it, and as a straight cisgender white male, mm-hmm. the cost of your privilege being that you have All to right. be no, slightly see, more thoughtful I see, I see about the words here. you use. I see what's what happening. What a burden! I know it's like my life. Uh, you know, I have been. Blessed with the institutional privilege of being white, of being straight, of being cis, uh, of being a man. But I just got to say that, you know, as, as a person who's trying to help, I mean, Mr. Warhol, like back me up here, you know, like you, uh, you, you don't see me being malicious up here. You, you see me trying to help, trying to be of assistance, correct? I see a brand slave speaking brand All language. Right. Well, I should not have thought to go for you for sympathy. Uh, Mr. Warhol, your work was featured in, um, you know, your work featured a lot of commercial products, you know, like uh, Campbell's Soup and, uh, you know, and things of the like. But I also read that you liked to paint 
celebrities, which yeah. I think is kind of like antithetical, don't you think? Like commercial products are are normal, they're for the masses, and celebrities are these uh, unique people that have sort of like peaked out the cream of the crop, that sort of thing. Don't you? Isn't that a weird uh, juxtaposition? Uh, well, I don't call them celebrities. Mm. I call them celebu brands. Celebu brands, mm -hmm. and that's before. Uh, celebrities have these massive empires of products like they have today. I was seeing that, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, now you can... Um, let's take Donald Trump. You can eat a Trump steak. Okay. You can drink Trump water. Mm -hmm. You can fly on a Trump airplane. Mm -hmm. um, you can stay in a Trump hotel. That, that one is true. You can yeah. play Trump the board game. Yes, which is basically uh, just like Monopoly, I heard. Every creature comfort you need can be tended to by one brand. Did you hope that that would happen to you, Mr. Warhol? That you could, like, you know, have a Warhol brand soup and then have a Warhol brand paint and, you know, uh, all the art that came out would be Warhol brand art, that sort of thing. Mm, I'm more of an observer rather than a participant. Gotcha. You wanted to critique the society, that sort I, of thing. Not so much critique. I wanted to celebrate it. Mm -hmm. I was very sincere in everything I did. Okay, yeah. I understand. Did you have a favorite celebrity to paint? I mean, we had the there's the famous Marilyn Monroe's, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and the, you know you did a lot of religious iconography later on in your career. Uh, but you know, if you could paint anybody, let's just take Chris Pratt out of it because I, oh. I can see the way that you two are looking mm, well, at me right now. Come on, I just I understand. But just like, is there anybody else that you wish that you could have painted? Well, Donald Trump. Of All right, course. Donald Trump, yeah. obviously. Uh, you know, this has got to be a point of animosity for you, Ms. B. Anthony, just because, you know, he is somebody who uh, has said a lot of negative things about women in the past. I'll be honest, when I was resurrected and thought I was going to see our first female president. I thought so, too. I really did. I really was excited about it. I knew what was up. <laughs> I wish they would kill me again. Mm -hmm. Really? Oh, come on. There's so much more work you could do as a live. You're right. Ms. I've got this branding help. Mm -hmm. Now, War Mr. Warhol will be able to... Time to start a girl gang, am I right? Girl a, a, gang. A squad. A squad. Oh, so you're up on the lingo, Mr. Warhol. Oh, yeah. It's the first thing I did when they thawed me out. Mm -hmm. Was uh, you you sort of what, sign up for Twitter? You sign up for... Uh... I have a social justice blog on Tumblr. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love Tumblr. What's the mm -hmm. name of your social justice blog, Ms. B. Anthony? That's, uh, Susan B. Anthony is disappointed in you. <laughs> dot tumblr dot com oh see i just if i had to give another piece of advice i mean that's that's an unwieldy uh it's a little long it's, a little it's, bit a, longer it's than direct name. it's just unwieldy yeah i mean i can think of other things that have like similarly long names that are successful but they're few and far between you know i might go for something catchy or uh or short very succinct i, I tried one with tumblr lingo initially but it was as Sizzy B's shit list. Sizzy B's shit list. Oh my god! List. Why didn't you go with that? Oh, Andy uh, Warhol loves it. An enormous amount of pornographic blogs began following me. <laughs> That's where it starts. And it felt like they were not consistent with my aims. No, no, it really. They, I got a lot of messages that implied that they believed it was something scatological, uh, mm -hmm. rather than think pieces on. Yes patriarchy in america and abroad i could see how that would be uh detrimental i mean we, we could brainstorm like some other ideas though you know like uh like you know uh andy you have anything off the off the off the dome that i think i'm doing pretty well i have 27 followers that's pretty good i mean you know uh it could be more obviously you know like some of the more successful tumblers i'm sure have hundreds of thousands maybe what? millions of viewers yes 
Sorry. It does seem like you're a little surprised by that news. Uh, yeah. How about just apologize.tumblr.com? Apologize. Ooh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty catchy. Yeah, maybe like put like an exclamation point at the very end of that. Yeah, the URL allows that. All right. Uh, you know, if you're just joining us, this is Famous Dead People on Radio Fear Brooklyn. And my guests today are Susan B. Anthony and uh, Andy Warhol. Um, you know, uh, one of the things that I think you'd probably be proudest mm. of uh, in your life, uh, Ms. B. Anthony, was that you were arrested in 1872 for voting. Mm. This is six years before women got the right to vote. Uh, you were part of the movement to basically kind of troll the, you know, the voting system by having women sort of like flood, you know, uh, flood in and try to vote, mm. you know. I was disappointed that they didn't actually send me to prison. Uh, I'd researched it extensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd made several shivs oh, in you advance were pro- of my stay. You researched what it was like to go to prison. Mm. Okay. Right. Well, but, what, what did you do besides uh, creating these shivs? Well, I practiced folding money as small as possible so it fit in a cigarette wrapper. Ooh, okay. Uh, to, to create an economy within the prison system. Mm-hmm. And then once I had uh, created an economy, I thought we could lead a small revolution. Ooh, and maybe uh, maybe take down the patriarchy from inside the prison system. Correct. Interesting. Okay. Now, it is, you know, uh, mm. uh, interesting that, you know, the judge who, who, uh, who, who you know, ruled over your case uh, wouldn't let you speak during the trial because of how eloquent and how convincing you were. Mm. Uh, and also refused to throw you in jail because that would mean that your case would go to the Supreme Court. And, and instead I he just find you revolution. and you could start a revolution. Instead he just find you a hundred dollars, which I understand you completely refused to pay. Is that correct? Mm. Well all of my money was shoved into small cigarettes <laughs> already in advance of what I thought was going to be a lengthy stay in a women's prison. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to go through the bother of unrolling it. So if you, if your money had just been in your hand, you would have just like happily paid the $100 fine. I would have slapped him in the face with it. Ooh, that sounds like a nice, that's, that's a real Susan B. Anthony move. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. If I had had my own dollars at the time, I would have filled the sock with it. Now I just got to... And- Beat him to death with it. Well, you're talking about the coins. Obviously, that mm. would have hurt a lot more. Um, you know, Mr. Warhol, uh, you know, you've said a lot about, you know, being sort of like anti-religion here uh, on this radio show. But you did spend a lot of time in church, I understand, which is also kind of paradoxical considering, you know, like your lifestyle and your history. Was that just sort of like to enrage you, to make you angry about religious institutions? I'd say it was more from a place of curiosity. Remember, everything I did was sincere. Yes, of People course. take me as this ironic figure. Anything could be further from the truth. They just don't understand me. Mm-hmm. What were some of the things you learned, you know, like in, you know, vis- your visits to the church? Uh, you want to look at the best branding in history, you look at the Catholic Church. Ooh, that is, uh, that is uh, you know, on point. That is a very... I mean, Jesus was crucified on a cross... And the cross becomes the symbol for the religion. Mm-hmm. Everything about this religion, everything essential, is is uh, coalesced into two crossing lines. Hmm. That's brilliant. It's a little bit like the 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 gay community taking rainbows. You know, sure. like it's it's something that exists 
everywhere. It's it's fractured. It's you know not as good. They didn't do as good a job. That's true. There's nothing simpler, I think, than like just two lines yeah. put next to each and other. And the rainbow only really goes back to Dorothy, which is like the 1930s. That's true. There is a uh, there uh, is a I mean, connection there. I mean, this is like homosexuality is as old as as animals, right? Mm-hmm. I mean. They could have found something a lot more primal to represent what they were. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I, I'm also fascinated by, you know, just the simplicity of the cross meaning so much Yeah, uh, I mean, so they could have people. had, like, two lines touching. Mm-hmm. Two lines. <laughs> Wouldn't that just appear like one long line? It would seem like one line. I mean, would but you put you a mean space? Maybe there's a tapered, a, a tapered on either end, so it's a meeting at a point. Okay, or maybe, like, you know, just like a tiny little space in between the two lines to suggest that maybe... Uh, they are two separate, uh, you know, people, maybe, that sort of thing. Sure. You know? Possibly. Um, you know, Miss B. Anthony, uh, mm. you know, six years after you were uh, arrested for voting, actually, wish I, I want to talk about that for a second, because it's illegal. Women are not allowed to vote, mm-hmm. but they don't just stop you from voting. They let you vote and then arrest you. I find that confusing. Was that uh, part of the plan? Was that, uh, you know, did you just, like, you know, use your... Uh, orator skills to convince the person to let you vote? This might surprise you, Jared, but I've got a pretty withering gaze. Oh, it does not surprise me at all. I had assumed that uh, they would say something. I would give them, you know, the eyes. The looks. And then uh, I would be allowed to do so. And while I was voting, they would gather their forces. Mm -hmm. So So I had anticipated, again... A uh, lengthy prison stay. Yes, yes, of course. How long did you expect that you would stay in prison for? Well, I anticipated at least six months. I feel like it takes at least three to build a revolution. Yes. So I felt that by six months, regardless of how long my sentence was, mm-hmm. I'd have been out. Now, don't you think that your you know lifelong friend, Miss Stanton, would have Betsy. missed you? Betsy would have missed you while you were in jail? I imagine that she would write letters. Mm-hmm. So, yes. <laughs> that is fair. Uh, now, Mr. Warhol, one of the, the quotes that you were famous for uh, was saying that everyone in the future would be famous for 15 minutes, which, you know, considering the culture that we live in these days, what with, you know, YouTube and Periscope and, and Twitter and things like that, that's pretty prophetic, don't you think? Called it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What was, uh, what, were there any aspects of, like, living, you know, in the 1960s that made you think that that was coming towards, you know, the in the, in the horizon? Absolutely. Um, you know, they would make these, like, uh, beach blanket bingo films, mm-hmm. you know, like... Oh, the beach uh, movies, like, the, all the beach Frankie and Annette. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, go to the beach, and I would see all these kids acting just like Frankie and Annette, and I'm saying, like, okay, so they are now... Completely taking on the mantle of their personalities from film, right? What I realized was that that would become untenable at a certain point, that they would actually want to be themselves and have other people take on their mantle. You saw that coming from really interesting. I sure did. I mean, they were kind of sort of playing themselves in those movies, so that's not that big of a leap, you know? But everyone would want to do what Frankie Avalon was doing Mm -hmm. with everybody else. You want that empowerment, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you want, yes... You want to feel, you want to act like Frankie to feel feel part of the group. But this isn't Asia. This is America. We are a society of individuals. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, no, that's correct. So suddenly we want people acting like us. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, do you do you see this continuing to go forward? Like, you know, is what, what's the next phase of this in social media, do you think? Oh, well, 
uh, dick pics <laughs> are not going to be Snapchatted for mm-hmm. long. You think that it's going to be... be a part of our public profile? Interesting. So you think that uh, you know we're going to embrace the way that our genitals appear, and that's going to be uh, part of part of the culture from now on? Absolutely. Hmm, interesting. For vaginas as well, or vulvas, Mr. Warhol. Oh. <laughs> You know what, Susan? Um, mm. You know, if women want to do that, that's that's fine. It's not really what I'm thinking about here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you're just joining us, this is Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn, and my guests today are Susan B. Anthony and Andy Warhol. Uh, Mr. Warhol just made a startling uh, prediction that uh, all of us will be embracing the way that our genitals look and sort of like be putting them out into the universe um and uh miss b anthony you know you expressed an mm. interest of you know like also having the equality there you know being uh you know uh vulva vulvas picks. vulva pics being out there for the world to see did you know that there was this experiment recently where a woman uh you know started messaging men pictures of their vaginas vulva. sort of vulvas as a the vagina refers to a specific part that's the true vaginal canal yes uh, the vulva is technically the outer part it's the whole thing yes that is true uh oh the vulva is the whole thing what we would refer to as the vagina is actually the vulva mm. right, let's learn something here today um do you think that, you know, uh, so so these men would get these vulva pictures mm-hmm. and it was sort of like a statement against, you know, uh, unwanted dick pics, you know. Uh, and these men, though, they reacted so positively mm-hmm. to getting these vulva pictures, mm-hmm. you know. Do you think that was a failed experiment? Do you think that uh, uh, women should have maybe like rethought how they would comment on dick pics? Well, I think if you don't want a dick pic, just say no. I think it's a little tit for tat if you send a vulva. Have you seen a vulva, Jared? I, I've seen a couple, yeah. They're great. The first time yeah, I got a good. hand mirror mm-hmm. and four scented candles and took an evening to myself <laughs> to explore, thought to myself, hey, Susan, let's see what this is all about. So this is Susan B. Anthony. You you get a mirror and four candles, just sort of like... Four scented candles four scented to set candles. the mood. Mm-hmm. I thought, all right, let's see what means I can't vote. And you know what? It was great. Oh, so you think maybe it was worth the sacrifice? Like you get to have a vagina and a vulva, and yes, you'll get the vote later, but for now I have this thing, and it's incredible. Yeah, it's great. I don't know that it... I'm a fan. I would also like equal pay for equal work. I don't... If you had to choose your penis or being paid an equal amount, what would you choose? Oh, God, that is a rough question. I gotta say, I'd probably go for penis. Penis. Yeah, I mean, I like having a penis. I think it's... uh, It's fantastic. You know, it's part of my my identity. I think Mm. that everybody... I mean... Going back to what Mr. Warhol said, I think that uh, part of your identity is what kind of genital you have. I mean, may, there you are... have and identify with. Yeah, Indeed, yeah. exactly. If so long as you identify with whatever genitalia right. you do have, uh, you know, um, I can't speak for the people in the trans community uh, for you know, like not feeling connected to their specific, you know, genitals. But as a, as a cis person, I mm. definitely think that uh, 
you know, it, it feels like an extension of myself. Mr. Warhol, you feel the same way, obviously. Absolutely. I mean, you've drawn yeah. your penis so many times, like you're very familiar with the... I would be nothing if I hadn't drawn my penis. Really? You yeah. think that was an important part of your career? Yeah, of course, it made me who I am. Well, I would love it if all American dollars were just shots of genitals. Really? And the note of who they belong to, mm-hmm. so, rather than a face. That's... So, Brilliant. So Thank I would you. pay for things with Andrew Jackson's dick, or mm. I would I would get my. Change. I mean, ideally, with a gold Sacagawea vulva, <laughs> or a silver. I mean, my vulva. I mean, Harriet Tubman's vagina mm-hmm. on the twenty dollar bill. The real underground. The real underground, underground, underground railroad. I can make that joke since I was there. I don't uh, think it's going to get any better than that. Uh, That is it for this week's episode of Famous Dead People. I'd like to thank my guests, Andy Warhol and Susan B. Anthony, for joining us in the studio today. Uh, I have one final question for you. I know it's a little bit weird, but um, I just want to know if there were any uh, comedy shows or Twitter accounts that you'd want to recommend to people. I know it's a weird question to ask, but... Uh, yeah, you can come see uh, Ariana Grande. It's an improv team uh, every Thursday night at 9 at the Magnet Theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be doing my last four shows. My last show is January 12th, so come check it out. Oh, you're going to be performing with Ariana Grande. That's right. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, four shows. Last show is January 12th, and then I'm off that team for good. And uh, Susan B. Anthony? <laughs> Again, if you could look at my Tumblr... Susan B. Anthony is disappointed in you, dot Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Dot com, you could see some thoughts on why you've disappointed me. Okay. But for a laugh, uh, the Friday night show at the Magnet, Fridays at 8.30, or The Wrath at 9 o'clock on Thursday, so similar to the Ariana Grande time. Wonderful. And, uh, uh, drink Coke. Drink my wife. And, and drink Coke. Andy Warhol's wife. If you have any questions you'd like to ask, your favorite dead person, please email that to us at famousdeadpeopleshow at gmail.com. We'll try to have them on as soon as we can. We're here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Famous dead people. Famous dead people. Famous dead people. Famous dead people. You got it. You got it. Hey, Andy, count to ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Hey, Bianca, count to ten. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>